Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Weekly Grind with Ryan and Nima. We've made it. It's taken a while to get here, but we finally did. This is a podcast that you may not think you want, but in reality, you get what you need. So, Nima, how do you feel about us using your closet as a podcast space? I mean, I always knew that you needed to come out of the closet, so we had to use this, you know, as this podcast is a nice way to get you out, you know? Well, better not tell uh, my girlfriend and a uh, one-month-old baby that because they'd be shocked. Well, dude, the whole just as po- much as I would. Look, I mean, I have to be mean, dude. The whole point of you having that child is to hide that you're in the closet. But you know, I guess people do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. One. Parker's a little cute little baby. He's though. a cute baby. <laughs> but anyway, let's get rolling here. Uh, today we got a lot of good stuff to go over. Uh, one of the biggest things we're going to go over is the Rolling Stones top 500 song list, which I went over. Nima has not seen the list yet. So I'm gonna. And he keeps raving about certain songs that should have been up there, which, in my head, knowing Ryan is probably like fucking Muse. Hey, Muse is my favorite band. Dude, Muse is terrible. Great dude. band. No, dude. You've never seen them live, dude. Don't I don't care if don't I. I've, hold on, dude. I don't care if I've ever seen them live, dude. All they do is just shoot a bunch of lasers and go. Aah! That's it. That's all they do, dude. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna go over the top 500 songs. Um, some surprises on there for me, anyway. We're gonna see what Nima feels, how Nima feels about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also gonna go over um, who we are, and we're gonna intru- introduce ourselves. So I'll, I'll start. Uh, born and raised in Sacramento, California. Um, went to high school out here. After high school, had a few odd jobs. Played some. Don't you explain your odd jobs, dude. I'm not gonna get into detail about what my odd jobs are, but I'm just letting them know I had some odd jobs. You worked at a deli at Rallys. It's a supermarket. I worked at a deli. <laughs> I worked at Best Buy as asset protection. I, I um, caught people stealing stuff and couldn't do shit about it. So basically that job's pointless. If you go into a Best Buy and you see those guys with the yellow shirts up front, you can pretty much take whatever the fuck you want and they're not going to do anything. Yeah. Especially when you were running it, dude. <laughs> what <laughs> makes you say that? Dude, if I walked into a Best Buy, I had no idea who you were. I go, look at I go, hope skinny boy can run. And then I'm not skinny my- anymore. Baby, back then I was probably 30 dude, pounds lighter. I feel like you would, I feel like, this is what I feel like would happen, dude. I feel like if I was to take something, all I would have to do is have a full-on conversation with you and you, you would forget that I bought something or took something, dude. You wouldn't even ask for my receipt. You're like, the whole time you're thinking in your head, like, you're already programming what else to say to keep the conversation going, dude. I feel like I would be one step ahead of you. I would know you stole something, but wouldn't care about it because I don't care enough about that job no, dude. to don't do act, anything. Don't act like a hero, dude. I never. That's not a definition of a hero, dude, not caring. Ricky Iglesias didn't make us on hero. A hero would try and stop you. I said I don't care enough to go. No, it's the fact that you think that you would know that someone's taking stuff. I know more than you think. I was getting, I was getting into my history, and then you 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 totally sidetrack me. Right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like our one viewer gives a shit. They already know. They already know. Imagine someone's listening to this, and then uh, he's listening to this, and his parents are like, "Hey, Jimmy, you gotta take out the trip. I'm listening to my favorite podcast. <laughs> Mom, you ruined everything. Ron's telling me about how you used to work at Best Buy. Okay. <laughs> He's telling me the dude, history of his life. He was um, born in Sacramento, for God's sakes, Mom. <laughs> Imagine someone really investing their time listening to us, dude. We're so serious about our podcast, we're drinking beer while doing our podcast. That's how serious we are. No, history, after I uh, had some odd jobs, I played some college basketball, uh, junior college, then got recruited, got a scholarship to play at a Division II school in Texas, in Laredo, Texas, a border town of Mexico and South Texas. Uh, Very prominent Hispanic culture out there, so obviously I fit right in. Mm -hmm. Um, Was out there for four years, played played for a year, hurt my back, couldn't play anymore, coached for two more years, and then finished school. Moved back to California, Sacramento, where I'm from, and uh, got a job uh, at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Good old Enterprise. Um, Got poached... From there, um, as a salesman for a construction company that sells construction equipment, and 
That's why I'm making a podcast. Imagine you said you got poached as if like you were an NFL player. <laughs> I got poached. And, and no, was, I got I got someone poached. was scouting you from a distance. <laughs> you guys are sitting in the corner looking at you. Like, Ooh, he does a great job at customer service. Oh God. Uh, anyway, that's uh, how I got here. So we're doing something called the four H's, which I did while coaching with all the players that I coached in college. I'm giving my history, uh, my heroes, my heartbreak and my hopes for the future so heroes uh moving on to the next one um hold up before you go i, I can already tell your heroes is going to be any white guy who plays sport <laughs> <laughs> do i look like that kind of guy who loves white sports players you're exactly right because i do love white sports Dude, players this guy cheers on any white guy that's made it to the league as if like <laughs> when you're a basketball player like me and you see an American white guy check into a basketball game, it's it's a momentous event. <laughs> I feel like you think you're him, dude. Okay, look. <laughs> when you, when a guy it's checks a Rudy like, moment, listen, dude. Listen, when, when a white guy checks into a NBA game and he's from the United States of America, within the first three lines, the commentator will say, "He's got a high motor," because that's the reason. No, no, no. You no, can really stroke it. No, no, no. It's usually. Oh, he's he's very intelligent. He's a very intelligent <laughs> player. Uh, he's a, he's a coach's dream. Yeah, dude, <laughs> and he does everything here. right, and he's always there. He's he's there, first one in the gym, the last one to leave. <laughs> and yet he gets. He's a great locker room guy. Yeah, yeah, he's that's, a great that's, locker room that's guy. That's the best one. That's the one, best one right there. He's a he's a great locker. He just room helps guy. with the team chemistry. Um, no, my hero outside of my family, I think immediate family get to discount them because. They are, um, obviously, you know, immediate family would probably be top of the list, but I would say probably, you know, not a very great role model, but, uh, <laughs> what? I'm just trying to figure out who this hero is. Oh, Eminem, dude. He's a hero. Like I said, He came dude, from nothing. He came he, from nothing. Even though I said any white guy in sports. Any white guy in rap. The one white any guy. Any white guy in any industry. <laughs> Ryan is rooting for I think here's the thing is that I love basketball and I love rap. Probably two of the least white things you can do on the planet. Yeah, but like, if you think about it, any white person doing a sport is very the most <laughs> least likely thing they would do. I mean, I think everyone... Except looks up golf. I mean, do you really see me going, hmm, I look up to Lil Wayne. Does that Dude. look like the kind of guy that I would look up to? Excuse me. I mean, a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people. Do you? I fucking hate Little Wayne. Dude. Tell us how you really feel about dude, him, Dude, I can't stand people saying he's so amazing and how he's got bars. It, he's got bars. No, he doesn't. Yeah, dude. he does. He's got bars, man. What did he say? He said something like, it's raining. Call that brainstorming. And then and the people thought, oh my God, he's so deep. He's so deep. No, I will not. say, to my opinion, not on the same level as Eminem, but he's up there. He's up there. He's top five. He's top... Little Wayne? Yeah, he's top five. No. Yeah. No, he's never... Absolutely. I, I would never put him on my top five. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's number five. I think yeah, he's like, he he's five. I got I got M1. I got Tupac, Biggie. Well, we'll get into that later. Go, just go on uh, with the rest okay. of the stuff, because I feel like this is going to be a whole topic on its own. Heartbreak. Heartbreak easily... I got a billion of them, but if I had to choose one, Nima knows about way too many of them, and we're not going to get into that now. We can get into that later, because I know you got... You're a lover, dude. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack there with my, my former love life. My love life now is great. I love you, Cherish. Love Parker. Nothing wrong. Heartbreak easily was my back injury in college. Couldn't play basketball anymore at the level I wanted to, um, and right around that time, obviously dealt with the breakup of... Uh, a girlfriend that I was dating for a while and my dog died right in the same like month. So that was kind of a, my, my childhood pet. So it was a lot, it was a lot there and uh, that was a rough time, but got through it just like everyone else does. Um, anyway, hopes, hopes for the future. Um, obviously this podcast is something that we just do. We're going to do for fun and see where it goes. We've been talking about this for a long ass time. Yeah, we've been talking about it for about 10 years. We've been friends since high school. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we're 30 now, so that's, <laughs> that's about 12 years ago. Yeah, pretty much, dude. And uh, what it took us to create this was we, I, I heard a... Uh, Dan Patrick. A, yeah, it was a, a advertisement on the Dan Patrick Show, one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, radio shows, and they're doing a podcast contest. So naturally we did not enter because that would be against our character. To... Well, well, let's just, let's just back up a little. Let's just back up a little. Uh, Ryan found out about a couple of days, and then the deadline was on the 17th, and he told me on the 15th, I believe. So, time wasn't really on our side. And then, got to the point where, come on, we're procrastinators, dude. Totally. But then I came up with the idea. I was like, dude, we've been talking about this for years. Instead of entering this contest... Which is my bullshit excuse for just not wanting to do the work for to enter the contest. So let's just fucking do it. Well, I laughed when he said, "Hey, you know, let's just scrap the Dan Patch." And I'm like, "I said, let's just do it. Let's just do well, it." Well, hold on, hold on. What did I? What did you bring up? You said, "Yeah, I'm gonna start writing things." And then you called me on the 16th or the 17th, and you're like, <laughs> and you said, <laughs> "You said, yeah, you know what." And you try to make it sound like it was a good idea, like, from the get-go. You're like, you know what, dude? This is my idea where, like, we should, like, just do it on our own. And then the first thing that popped in my mind, knowing you, was he didn't write anything about it. So <laughs> we're not going to make the deadline. So we might as well do it on our own. Dude, they wanted, I mean, they wanted some pretty outrageous things. Like, we're, post your website. Your previous experience. Okay, if this is a podcast contest and you have previous previous experience with a podcast, why would I post my previous, you know, like, why, yeah, is there, I mean, why are you entering the contest? Well, yeah, I'll give you credit. I mean, you're the one that really jump-started the thing, so. Well, this is episode one, and uh, I think we're off to a rip-roaring start here. I mean, you drove, like, four hours, four or five hours to get here, what, like, 9 a.m.? I did. I left my wife and kid at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> what a dad move. What a great dad. He's only, he's about a one, one month old, so he doesn't need me very much uh, anymore. But uh, I, I left about 5.30. Yeah, you're lucky you can't really see uh, right now. <laughs> um, and came up to Sacramento um, about 10 this morning, and it's about midnight. And we're just starting the podcast. So Well, just, I mean, we had to take a while to learn how to do all this stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. As sad um, as that sounds, as being 30-year-olds who, who don't know how to make... And even though it may seem like we just turned the mic on and started talking, we actually have been preparing for this against what you probably think right now, after listening to the first 15 minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, um, anyway, those are my four H's. It's something that we do... As, a, as coaches to get to know our players, they get to know us. Um, so my hopes, obviously, other than this podcast growing to, to close things out, um, I want to be a great dad. It's probably the best uh, duty you can, uh, you can, best thing you can do as a person in being a parent and being a great parent because uh, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that and it makes you better. Um, so that's enough of me. Um, Nima, if you want to uh, get into your, your back, back story. Um, I don't know how in depth I want to get into it, I guess, but born and raised in the Sac region, lived in Galt for around like eight years. Galt, a wonderful town. Yeah, dude, it was not friendly for a little little Persian boy running around, dude. It seems like a bunch of hicks probably harassed. No, I mean, there. it was good for my like youth because there was actually kids around like in my neighborhood. But then you know, nine eleven happened and. Uh, that's where everything started with uh, me being a terrorist. So. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Nima is Iranian. He's from Iran. Sorry, Iranian. I'm 100% Iranian, but I just look like a white boy. Yeah, and, and that, uh, you know, that actually helps you. I mean, I guess I get the best of both worlds, I guess, if I, I look white. But then, you know, I'm Persian, so I'm like somewhat ethnic. So like when a girl goes, oh... You know, I'm an ethnic boy. I'm like, oh, oh I'm ethnic a little bit. There you go. And then I just look at it and go, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. no, so, yeah, I used to live in Galt. And, uh, yeah, after uh, moving out of there, we moved to Eldorado Hills like in, 20, in 2001 and lived here for a while. And then I went off to Cal Poly uh, to go finish up my schooling, but... 
during that time, this is when me and Ryan were actually talking about doing podcasts because we literally, when he was out in Texas going to school, I was at Cal Poly, we would FaceTime each other like every other day and basically go over <laughs> what the hell has been going on and, you know, through all the shit that was going on in their times. I mean, first of all, we went to college late too. I mean, I graduated when I was like 23, 24. I graduated when I was... 27, 26. <laughs> so we were late bloomers. Um, yeah. We were at junior college together out in Folsom, Folsom Lake College. And, oh, God, and those, uh, those days, dude. We have some great stories that the you guys roof, will dude. end up hearing at some point about um, awkwardness from me, especially. But, oh, my God, dude. But uh, that'll be down the line. Um, <laughs> just stay on track here, Nima. Let's, let's, move, let's move to heroes. I, I don't even think I have a hero. I mean, I guess. Well, that's just sad. Well, I mean, do I really like like think about it and just lay down and think, you know, he's my hero. Cuz ultimately I feel like family is just like a big thing for me, so I don't really see it as like someone I'm I Yeah, just a role model. Like I think when you hero and role model kind of are the same boat. I mean, you could say, I mean, obviously I I took family out of the equation because I think that's the obvious answer. Like I could yeah. say my brother or my dad, you could probably say your dad. Yeah, but then, like, I feel like it all goes in different categories. Like, I feel like my dad I look up to, and then my cousin is the one that got me into, you know, my major, which is city planning and engineering and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel like they all have their different characteristics. I feel like my brother is, like, one of those people who gave me the sense of humor. So I feel like it all goes into different things. So for heroes, I, I mean, I wouldn't say family because it's just kind of like it's just a typical like what you said so I don't know I I don't really have any I feel like I don't really feel like I like Eminem wouldn't be something that I'm like you know I wouldn't look at a hip hop artist and think yeah that's my hero right there no it's not like being mean to you or anything like that I'm just thinking for me I just feel like oh yeah whatever well I think maybe I'm just a really negative person too but... no I don't think it's negative I think maybe you just didn't have that person that you somewhat idolized growing up i mean i know you idolized the sacramento kings dude i mean it's so i i in my I mean, mind dude, I if worship. i had to guess if i had to guess your hero it would probably be someone from that team and i mean the, it would probably be page or jason williams but yeah i don't know but we don't know them as people so it's it's tough <laughs> it's tough to but say we don't know them so like let's move forward. yeah like yeah you know i could sit here and say eminem is my hero but i think i just more appreciated his talent and how he didn't came from nothing, but on the other hand, he's rapping about you know, raping and murdering girls and his wife and and other stuff. So, you know, that's not really a hero. I guess you know what, dude. I, I won't say hero, but I say all time favorite athlete because ultimately I love sports. Frank Gore, dude. Frank Gore is a dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. The unconvenient truth, dude. He's he's the goat, dude. There's. I don't care what you say about Barry Sanders and all those guys, dude. Gore is the guy, dude. He does it all. Blocking, catching. Okay. What? Let's just hold... Let's hold. You think Frank Gore is the greatest running back of all time? Did I say the greatest running back? I you said, said the GOAT. I said I don't care about Barry Sanders or any of those guys. Yeah. I don't... I don't... I didn't put them in a, like, a category. Just said, okay. to me, he's, okay. he's the GOAT. Just wanted to be... The GOAT is the greatest of all time. Yeah. He's my goat. I don't think I wouldn't. If someone was like, "Hey, put together a list," I wouldn't go, "Yeah, Frank Gore over everybody." No, I just said he's my goat, dude. Got it. He's my favorite, dude. So your heartbreak. What is your biggest heartbreak? Dude, high school basketball, dude. No, I, I did. Yeah, I did, I did not like my uh, time playing basketball in high school. That was it. Yeah, I get that. I don't like your little skinny ass running around getting threes dude that was my moment dude okay i was i was the token skinny kid dude okay why did you have to be like another ethiopian kid just running around there shooting threes dude okay why couldn't you just let me have that moment okay i didn't think of it that way i just tried to play as hard as i could and shoot hoops yeah but then then you had to take off your goggles you had to get laser surgery dude i didn't get laser surgery i have contacts I'm blind as shit. <laughs> Whatever it is. But what are your hopes for your future? Um, oh, I don't know, man. I honestly feel like if... Uh, I would hope to get married, have some kids. 
live comfortably. I don't think I would ever want to get into something where I'm like stressing over work and all that stuff. I want to you know, be with someone that ultimately is just as chill as me, dude. Look at me. Stress is the ultimate killer, man. Dude, anxiety. Whatever is the worst, you dude. can do to relieve anxiety and stress, do it. Yeah. That's my advice. And so if I can find a, you know, something like that, you know, dream woman, have yeah. some kids, relax, have a good time. They're out there, man. Just gotta, just gotta find the right one. Um, we're gonna move on to one of our segments that we are going to do every week. This is the song of the week, where we take a new song every week and we will react to it. This is the first time we've heard this song. Uh, this song. Wait, can I actually show you show you a song? I already picked a song. I know, but this is like my own little surprise for you, dude. But it's a song you've heard. I know, but this is just for you. Okay, sure. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I want you to tell me if, if you would ever play this song, dude. If I would ever, but I mean, what do you mean if I would? If like, I, if you I, ever have a moment where you just need to hear the song, like if I ever heard it for the first time and would replay it yeah if you just want to like replay it or you know if you're driving or if you want to go work out do something okay okay So from what I gather, this girl, this man, this girl's man is coming home at five in the morning, Mm -hmm. assuming he's fucked another girl, so she wants to smell his dick to see if he's been cheating on her. Exactly, dude. Continue. You want to listen to the rest of it? Yeah, we're going to do the whole song. Oh, you want to do the whole song? Okay, I was just giving you a snippet of it. The singing wasn't horrible, but once it got into the rapping, I was done. I mean, I think it was a pretty good concept. She wants to smell his dick because, you know. Yeah, that's. uh, I guess stank dick. Doesn't surprise me that you uh, wanted me to react to that. (laughs) That was a special surprise. All right, go ahead. Play your real song, dude. Let's play this real song. So we have not heard this one. We're going to see how it goes. Who is it? It's by Kendrick Lamar, who's been um, kind of off the grid lately. We haven't heard from him, new, any new stuff from him in a long is time. Is this new album coming out? Uh, no, this is called Range Brothers with Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. Baby Keem? Oh, Baby Keem, yeah. You know Baby Keem? I've heard some songs of his. So Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. So I find out it's actually a group. <laughs> yeah, I heard a couple of his songs. <laughs> Here we go. Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, Range Brothers. <laughs> Disc is too slow or system <laughs> overload. <laughs> Damn, that shit was fire. Dude, what is this? Yeah, what the fuck? Why did it do that? That's bullshit. All right, well we're going to we're going to the tube. Going to the tube. And the song's called Range Brothers. Uh, uh, Range Brothers. Let me smell your dick. Why are you coming home? Five in the morning. 
All right. See, I'm not a fan of this type of singing, though. You mean like the little cut, like it's auto tune. I feel like it's good sometimes when it's like it's like catchy. No, I don't. I think it's very like. I really wonder why it's too basic. I feel like his name is Baby Kim because he actually sounds like a little baby dude. Yeah, just the auto tune and hit it, hit it, hit it. No, I like that though. It's like a sounds like a like a chopped and twisted and screwed up version of T Pain, like a poor man. First man's of all, you T-Pain. literally just named the song "Chopped and Screwed" <laughs> of T Pain's. So his name is a song called "Chopped and Screwed." You never heard of "Chopped and Screwed"? No. Oh my god, we'll put that on afterwards. Well, we're not doing that afterwards. Not this episode. Same guy. It sounded completely different. It was the same part. I like the beat. I do not like his lyrics at all. This is dumb. Dumbass song. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Let's see if Kendrick actually revives it. Yeah, hopefully. Is he just a chew? No fucking idea. The beat's good. This is Baby Keem. If this is what he is, I have no interest in hearing. Well, it just another. it's just way too repetitive. Yeah, I just have no interest in hearing another song from him. I think it's just so basic. It's just kind of the way rap's gone now. Everyone's trying to sound like this, sound like Migos, sound like. Yeah, but they do a really good job. I feel like they make things catchy where it actually sounds. They are better than this. I will say that. And I'm not a big Migos fan or Travis Scott fan. I've never really been a big Travis guy. But uh, they do sound better than this guy. Okay, hold your confetti. Okay, okay, just say you're not ready. They want to bite the hand and try to feed the proof. You cannot hide behind the shades, I see you right through it. You ain't stand up on your work and you was a fool. They're not true, they're not true, they're not true. Everybody want to be great, but the work don't relate. And the life be mistaken, the truth, nigga. I remember banking with Chase like Kendrick had a few bars there that I liked. Yeah. 
I mean, Kendrick's gonna do his thing on any on any song, but um, he's Kendrick. Dude. This Baby Keem guy is kind of bringing him down. I'll, I'll I say think that. I've heard some songs where he, the guy is not that bad. Baby Keem. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's. <laughs> I really have to go look up some. Actually, you know, I'm gonna look up some. I'm not gonna play it, but I just want to see what songs he's done. When he changed the beat, I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna be dope!" And then it just no, it got way worse. I thought it was gonna be dope, mm. and then he kept saying "Top of the Morning" a million fucking times. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like these guys write down lyrics that, like, what are they thinking when they write down "Top of the Morning," "Top of the Morning," "Top of the Morning," "Top of the Morning," like six times in a row? I always feel like when shit like that happens, I always feel like like it's lazy. No, I just feel like when they do that. I feel like I don't know what's really going on. Like, meaning, maybe they're on some other type of shit that may- I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're just uh, not... Maybe we're uh, just way too, like, uncultured, I guess. I, I guess. I mean... But, god damn, dude. Yeah. Your friend got the money behind it. Give me that Rolly gang, rolly gang, rolly gang. Hundred thousand on her. She knows she gang. She's hot. Alright, just stop the show. No, dude, we came this far. We're not quitting. There's 30 seconds left. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this is pretty fucking bad. Alright, well. I feel like they ran out of what they wanted to say, so they just throw Why is this song five minutes, over five minutes long? They could have made this a two and a half minute song, and it would have been way better. Like, why was this whole part added? Let's read what the comments say. No, we're not doing that now. Yeah, we gotta read what the comments say. I wanna why? Because I want to see. We're what... on a podcast. That's not our job. Dude, people do that all the time. Do people can read? You even, can you read from here? Yeah, my favorite part is when Kendrick says "top in the morning" twenty times. <laughs> that was the top comment. Let me see. Uh, top of the morning. I die each time. Keem says. We're not the same. And Kenneth says, hey, baby Keem. <laughs> He's baby Keem. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Well, now we're going to move on because that was horrible. Um, oh, review of that song, my reaction. I would say out of that five minute and 18 second song, there's about 45 decent seconds where Kendrick was rapping. Um, the rest of it I thought was probably hor- uh, probably. It was terrible. It was terrible. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. It was. It was pretty awful. I'd give it a. The B. I'd probably give six and a half, seven out of ten, and the song in the total. I'd probably give like a three. Yeah, I give. Uh, well, you give the whole song a three. Yeah. Uh, I'll give the beat probably seven or eight, and then I give all the other whatever the hell they were talking about. <laughs> A two. Yeah, it was bad. It was and, bad. Uh, probably overall score. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably give it a two. Yeah. I was... really don't give a shit. I feel like it, songs, if. For me, I feel like uh, if you have a good beat, there's like three things that I want. I want good lyrics. I want a good beat. And I want it to be to flow well. So I feel like none of that was good. I feel like the whole thing was. I feel like when the song started, I was like, okay, this beat, it got off to a solid start with the beat. And once Baby Keem came in, I was like, okay, this could be the hook. Which I wasn't too, I wasn't. Which I was like, okay, this is not horrible. Yeah. 
But then the longer the song went, the worse it got. I feel like they were just like, hey, we got to put something on here. Yeah, and dude, Kendrick, you haven't been on a song in like four and then years. Kendrick walked bro. in the room, he's like, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he walked into the room in the morning time and he's like, hey, hey Kendrick, he's like, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. And they're like, Dude, that was sick. We gotta re- we gotta put that like twenty thousand times in the song. I feel like I feel like though, like certain artists, once they get once they get to a certain level of success. Okay, let's not go that far where Kendrick completely lost it. I feel like that song is just no. You didn't let me finish. First off, you cut me off. When they get to a certain level of success, I feel like no matter what they come in with, no matter how ridiculous it sounds, there's gonna be people like, bro, that's fucking sick, dude. Are you kidding me? Top in the morning. Are you kidding me? Like, I bet you he has a bunch of yes-men around him that are going to always tell him that what he's doing is is fire. You know? Yeah, I guess, but... It happened with Eminem when he was during his drug problems. You know? Yeah, but all his shit was fire. Like yeah. All right, so we're going to move on. Um, like we talked about earlier, we're going to go over the top 500 song list of Rolling Stones. Um... So, for those of you who don't know, Rolling Stones, probably about 20 years ago, came out with a top 500 song list. And it was about 20 years ago? Yeah, about 20 years ago, in the early 2000s. So, so there's no new list yet? No, they put out a new list recently, about oh. a week and a half ago. Updated. An updated list. How many, how many times have they updated it? This is the second time. Hmm. So, top 500 songs of all time. I went through the whole list... Nima has not seen this list, and I marked down the surprises, in my mind, the songs that are way too high, way too low, and we're going to play a little game with Nima here, and this game is called... Which is higher? Huh? Is it which is higher? Yeah, let me finish. You keep cutting me off. I'm just saying, so I can't, I can't talk, dude? You can talk, but let me finish my thought, and then you can talk. <sighs> you know, dude, you've been really fucking sassy with me, dude. <laughs> it's late, dude. It's 12.19 a.m. <laughs> okay. So, Nima. All right. We're going to play a little game here. Okay. Which song is rated higher? As in, which song is rated better? Okay. TLC, Waterfalls, Mm -hmm. in the top 500. Or... I feel like that one already should be higher. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Or... (laughs) Or, Michael Jackson, Beat It. Well, I feel like Beat It's gonna win. Beat It's gonna be higher. It is not. Beat It is ranked number 185. And what was the first song I said again? TLC Waterfall. TLC Waterfalls, number 127 on the 500 Greatest Songs. If Beat It's like below that, I feel like they must have put all of his other songs like above that. Okay. Maybe because maybe maybe we just that one song. They're just like, you know what? Maybe we'll just. We have to we have to get him a little bit lower. So and also he's a pedophile, so maybe it's <laughs> so you're zero for one. Oh, you're zero for one. All right. Once you miss three, we're gonna just go through the rest of the list. All right. See how many you get before you miss three. I kind of knew that was gonna happen. I knew waterfall, but because it should be beat, it should be okay. Which one is ranked better, okay. Backstreet Boys? I want it that way. Oof. Or. Tom Petty, Free Fallen. Dude, fuck Tom Petty, dude. I feel like Backstreet Boys are ahead of Tom Petty, dude. Tom Petty is actually ahead of Backstreet Boys. I Want It That Way is number 240, and Free Fallen, well, you know that song, Yeah. is number 219. Keep going. Phil Collins in the air tonight. That's a fucking sexy song, dude. Or Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Get get your get your freak on. Cause you worth it. Let me work. <laughs> That's the wrong song. I know. Missy Elliott, get your freak on. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Get your get your get your get your get your. Get your. <laughs> What's that, dude? You know, with the, the, the twenty years ago. <laughs> That's that chick. <laughs> and she's always looking in a fucking trash bag, always fucking just looking at the camera and stuff. Right. Uh, 
So get your freak on and Phil Collins in the air tonight, or get your freak on. So which one do I think is higher? Which one do you think is rated better? Like personally, me. Yes, and the list. Do both. Okay. Which one? I, okay. Which one would I fucking dance with? Get your freak on, dude. Okay. Now, which one am I gonna fucking make sex with, dude? <laughs> Phil Collins in the air tonight, But dude. Missy Elliott's song is called Get Your Freak On. Yeah, dude, but I ain't fucking... Get your freak on. I'm not, like, getting in there and fucking playing that, dude. Are you just sensual with it? Dude. I remember. And you're like... Yeah, oh, dude, I gotta get right. it, dude. I remember, dude. don't worry. And you're like, oh, touching the, like, yeah. Dude, I might the last, like, two time. seconds, dude, but I'm fucking sensual. The last time. Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On, is, according to Rolling Stone, the eighth greatest song of all time. Oh, my God. Yes. Damn. So, I guess I am right. (laughs) Phil Collins in the air tonight, number 291. So, apparently, Get Your Freak On is over 280 spots above In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Well, maybe because Mike Tyson played it in Hangover and then people were like, this song sucks now. Maybe that's, that was it. All right, you ready for another one? Uh huh. Nirvana, come as you are. Okay. Or Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Oh God, dude. Come as you are should be ahead of that, dude. It's, that fucking song is annoying. And I already know, I can already tell from your fucking face <laughs> that Uptown Funk is already, like, it's probably, like, the second best song alive, dude. It's not the second best song it's alive. It's top ten? No. Okay, not even good. close. Neither of them are close to that. They're both, they're both on the back end. So, can I make a guess of what the numbers are? Sure. Yeah, I like that game. Um, so, is that a 500, you said? Yep. Come As You Are is, like, 321. Okay. And uh, Uptown Funk is like 381. No. Am I close in any of them? Uh, they're both in the 400s. Come oh, As You Are wow. is 467. Wow. Uptown Funk is 417. How the fuck did he... All right. The number one song of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Can I guess it? Sure. Don't can, can you at least give me what era, like what year, like... I have to do some research here before I can give you the era. So I'm guessing it's not recent because... It's a song you know. Yeah. I will say that. It's obviously not like recent. If you 1967 is, the, is when it came out. It's a song that is... I'm, sure, I'm guessing by a group? No. By a solo artist. Oh. Don't cheat. Mmm... 1967? Mm-hmm. Is it, was it Elvis? It is not Elvis. <laughs> dude, when did Elvis die? <laughs> like in the I hope to God 60s. I didn't choose a, I hope the guy didn't choose a year that he was already dead, dude. No, Elvis died in 77. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I'll give another guess. I mean, dude, there's so many songs out there. The odds of you choosing yeah. the exact right song. Yeah, that's true. It is R-E-S-P-E-C-T by Aretha Franklin. Okay. A little respect. Hey, she got her respect, dude. She got her respect. She got her fucking respect. Good for her, dude. Okay, now I'm going to run down the list. Alright. And I'm going to tell you that this list is quite quite horrible okay I don't want number one just told you number two public enemy fight the power that is the apparently the second greatest song of all time number five which is so I will tell you which ones are in my top ten this one is in my it's top. Probably fucking Muse, Muse, Muse. Now Eminem. I love Muse. They are not in the top five hundred. Number five is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Okay. That's in my top ten. Probably close to number one. Is that not in the top ten? It's number five on this, which I respect. 
Number eight, like I said, Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On. I don't know if I would put that in my top ten, dude. Number ten, Hey Ya by Outkast. It's a good song. I mean, it's a per dude, that's a... But is that better than number 16, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody? I fucking hate that song, dude. Why? Dude, that's a, I that's remember a, that song as a kid, That's dude. in my top ten. I was in my sure. fucking Toyota Privia, dude, that fucking Beatle-looking piece of shit minivan, dude. And that song come on, and I was like, why are little boys from, like, from Mexico singing the songs? Just saying. I don't, I don't know if I like that song. Number 25, Runaway by Kanye West. What song is that? You know that song that starts off, And they always find something wrong. Oh, yeah, I hate that song. You've been putting up with my shit just way too long. I don't even think he's, that's his best song ever. Dude. Not even close. Number 30, Royals by Lord. <laughs> la, da, da, la, da, da, la. You know that song? I am Lord. La, da, da. What's that for? What is that? <laughs> you don't remember that? No, what is that? The fucking South Park, dude. Which the, one? Randy's fucking Lord, dude. You don't remember that? That's right. Okay. La, 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 I am Lord. La, la, la. Number 44, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Number 46, Paper Planes by M.I.A. So, that bitch has been M.I.A. ever since that song, dude. She had one song, and that was it. No, M.I.A. number 46 is one spot better than... 47 Tiny Dancer by Elton John. That's a good fucking song, dude. How the hell is that a possibility dude. ever? Dude, that's a fucking beautiful little song, dude. <laughs> Number 50, Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. But that don't But gasolina. I heard that in every club in Laredo, Texas for my whole life. Every every Hispanic club, that's like dude. they they played it on repeat. Number number fifty six, "Work It" by Missy Elliott. Mm. Apparently, hit the man, hit the dead, hit the thing down, flip it, reverse it, the bump, the bump, the man, yeah. Apparently, Missy Elliott, "Work It" is five spots better than Led Zeppelin's "Stairway to Heaven." Yeah, dude, it's had its time. Dude. Get it out of here. Come on, <laughs> it's had its time. Number sixty four, the Ramones, "Blitzkrieg Bop." Hi, oh. That's a good song. Let's go. It's a good fucking song. That's not the 64th greatest song of all time. They repeat the same thing over and over again. And it's a fucking smash, dude. Number 66, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. You heard that one? What song is that? You never heard Bridge Over Troubled Water? I think if I, if I hear it, I know what it is, but I don't... It's like a bridge over troubled water. I don't remember that. Lay me down. Okay, number 82, my top 10, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. I mean, Adele is good. Great song. Number 88, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. Number 96, 99 Problems by Jay-Z. Uh, I really don't give a shit for Jay-Z anyways. Number 112, one of my personal favorites, is Losing My Religion by R.E.M. R.E.M.'s good. Number 114, Britney Spears, Toxic. Dude, do you remember that music video, dude? <laughs> it's, not Fuck, about dude. The, it's not about the video, it's about dude, the song. I'm pretty sure that's when I got my first boner, dude. Yeah, she was hot. She was hot. But apparently that's seven spots better she than... She made my cock toxic, dude. Okay, Kristen Leo. She's <laughs> 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 a disrespect to my face. <laughs> I said. did, I did. <laughs> Number 121, Let It Be by The Beatles. Let It Be. Waterfalls. Number 133, Don't Stop Believing by Journey at 133. What do you think about that one? That's a fucking hit. That's a song that they play a lot. Yeah, it's it's a overplayed song, in my opinion. It's a good song, but it's overplayed. Yeah, but that's probably why. It's probably on the top hundreds because it's fucking number 149 rocket man rocket man by Elton john eh. i like that song i like that song better than tiny dancer dude tiny dancer dude 167 lose yourself by eminem in my top 10 did you know eminem's opening a, a mob spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> dude i kid you not dude you're fucking kidding, right? I'm not kidding, dude. I saw it like the other day. Dude. That's not real. I'm gonna look this up. I swear that to shit God, it's not real. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. It's not real. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, look, Eminem spaghetti. That's not real. That can't be real. <laughs> Dude, look. Eminem is opening Mom's Spaghetti in District Detroit across from... <laughs> oh my god. I told you, dude. This is on Detroit News, Yahoo. It's on everything. Okay. You heard it, you heard it here first. Okay. Moving on down the list. 171, What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. Great song. It's a good song. Apparently only seven spots better than Billie Eilish, bad guy. Dude, she's fucking beautiful, dude. What? Her eyes? Nah. Dude. Nah. Her eyebrows, dude. I'm sorry. Those lips? I don't see it. Dude. I don't see it. She's fucking... I I don't know what it is. Good for you for finding her attractive. I just don't. Scissor me timbers, dude. I, dude, dude, she. I don't know. It must be the eyes or something, dude. Number one eighty two, the sounds of silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Where's their other song, dude? What other? What do you mean? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of someone else. Go ahead. Michael Jackson beat it. One eighty five. One ninety two, mind playing tricks on me by Ghetto Boys. That's a good song. Great song. Dream on by Aerosmith. One ninety nine. Bernie Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time at 205. Mm. Eight spots better than Paint It Black by Rolling Stones. Yeah, I would put it above that. Wow. You're the problem. Hey, fuck you, dude. You're the problem. <laughs> Number 219, Free Fallen by Tom Petty. 223, Stan by Eminem. I can't believe that's all the way down there. I do. I, apparently, Beyonce's single ladies at 228 is... Eight spots better than "Lean on Me" by dude, Bill Withers. I'm gonna be, dude. I'm gonna put this out there. I, I can't stand Beyonce, dude. No, I can't either. She had about eight songs on this list. Dude, she ruined Destiny's Child, dude. Okay, she that was all about her, dude. She ruined it. Yeah, well, then she married Jay Z and probably she married a fr- probably joined. I already Illuminati. hate Jay Z, anyways. I don't even like his music either. So, Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. 240, 241, The Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. Dude, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, Shock G. Yeah, dude, Shock G. He's the one that started Tupac, dude. Number 270, Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. 285, Destiny's Child, Say My Name. That's a fucking hit, dude. 290, Yeah by Usher. This is apparently better than In the Air Tonight. And so is Say My Name. Say My Name's a good fucking song, dude. In the Air Tonight's in my top ten. So the fact it's that it's... in your top ten? Oh, yeah. It's one of the greatest songs Man, you ever you must made. have a really depressing top ten, dude. In the Air Tonight is your top ten? It's in my top ten. That Don't song's you're... a classic. Tell me when you're sitting around and going, I'm putting the song on tonight. I play, this is one of my pregame songs before I play basketball. Shut the fuck up. That is not part of your... It was. You would never be sitting there in the dude. If I saw you in the locker room and I and I accidentally hit your headphones, I was like, "Oh, what are you listening to?" And I heard you listening. I go, "Get the fuck out of here!" Why are you listening? In because the air it gets me focused. I, thought, I honestly thought you were like this close to saying it gets me hard. <laughs> Is that what you wanted me to say? <clears throat> I don't know. I would never <clears throat> put that song on. Number 303, No Scrubs by TLC. It's a good fucking song, dude. 307, Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Good song. 311, this is probably the biggest blasphemous Hotel California at 311. My parents and and Amir saw saw the Eagles. Really? They like them? Amir always talked about because he was like little when he saw them. Mm. Number 320, California Love by Tupac. 328, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wait, how many songs does Tupac have in this list? One. That's it? That's it. That's kind of weird, dude. You can't have like a top, like, he can't be a top rapper and he'll be on, be on there one time for California Love. That's the only song that he had. What about B.I.G.? He had two. Big Papa, 330, and he had Juicy, I think it was in like the 150s. Damn, dude. Yeah, they're, they're, doing, they're doing some rappers dirty. They had... But Missy Elliott your... above all of them. So according to this list, Missy Elliott's the greatest rapper of all time. But you really got to think about it. 500 songs to up, like, 
to put it on a list. It's so hard. But like, they, I, but what they did is they interviewed. They said they interviewed two hundred and fifty artists, uh, producers, musicians, artists, and that the to give them their top fifty songs ever, and that was the ultimate results, which I think is bullshit because I don't see two hundred and fifty different people putting "Get Your Freak On" by Missy Elliott in their top ten. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. Well, it's more up to date, so they probably did. I don't see. It. I don't see. I don't. Who? Who puts? Look, if you are listening, by God, if you're still with us, I don't know the fuck how. But if you, <laughs> if you are listening and you have Missy Elliott, any Missy Elliott song in your top ten, please, please reach out. Please, please do. I'm sorry, I just can't. I just can't. Big Papa, three thirty. Rihanna, Umbrella, three thirty two. It was a good day by Ice Cube, three fifty two. What was that movie with, with Keanu Reeves do where he he's like a baseball coach and now kid only comes out he goes Big Papa comes out he goes that's uh, hardball <laughs> is that what it is yeah great great movie man sad sad movie that poor little kid dies dude another great song three sixty eight Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden yeah. and uh, Hotline Bling by Drake three seventy three. Redbone by Childish Gambino, 383. Uh, a song by Cardi B at 384. Yeah, enter Sandman's 390, dude. Yeah, apparently Cardi B, I Like It, with J Balvin and Bad Bunny, is six spots better than Enter Sandman. Hungry Like the Wolf, 398. Freebird, 407. Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk. No Diggity, 424. That's a good fucking Black Street, dude. Only 12 spots better than Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay, well, at least it's ahead of that song, dude. Number 444, 50 Cent in the club. 451, Bad and Bougie. And six spots better than Bon Jovi living on a prayer. <laughs> Daft Punk, Get Lucky, 465, House of the Rising Sun, 471. How the fuck is Come As You Are wor- worse than than Call Me Maybe? And Bad and Bougie? Dude, I remember when Call Me Maybe came out, I was in Europe, and we were gone for a month, so we didn't know that song at all. Yeah. So when we came back, <laughs> dude, everyone was singing that song, and I'm like, what stupid song is this? Like, dude, it's been a hit for weeks. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? I, dude, I remember we came, me and Amory came from Europe. Who said it was a hit? Dude, it was playing everywhere, dude. Ugh. Are you kidding me? Do you not God. remember that stupid song playing everywhere? Yeah, I remember it. Number 478. I put this because the title just let me laugh that it's in the top 500. Juvenile, Lil Wayne, and Manny Fresh. Back that ass up. It's a good song, dude. And this coming from a guy who hates Lil Wayne. Dude. But that apparently was, that, that was song juvenile dude because he was the one that made that dude. Apparently that song's better than Santana's only song on the list. Oye como va? Wow, he only had one. He had one. Number four seventy nine. Apparently uh, smooth isn't on there, or well, Maria Maria. Yeah, how is that one not on there? I don't know, man. That song's Maria Maria. And the rounded up number five hundred stronger by Kanye West. That, 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 that. I hate that song. That wraps up you our... You know what, dude? To make it... What's your take on 808 and Heartbreaks? 808 and Heartbreaks, I thought, had probably three or four solid songs, but the rest of the album I wasn't crazy about. I feel like... I liked I liked um, Heartless. I liked um, Love Lockdown had a, had a good beat. That's a good one, yeah. Um, I think there's one more song that was decent. Amazing, maybe. I don't know. This is what I'll say. I feel like 808 and Heartbreaks, that was like everyone's... But Stronger wasn't on that album. Stronger was on the graduation. I know, but I was, just, I was just thinking like out loud. Yeah. I'm thinking... Wait, what album was Stronger on then? Graduation. That was with... Are you Go- sure? Yeah, I'm positive. 100% I'm positive on that. But anyways, no, 808 and Heartbreaks, I always, everyone always talks about how that was like the like the album but I thought Graduation and uh, the one right before that was, high, was Dropout? 
college dropout was his first. Then there was yeah. late registration. Then graduation. I feel like all three of those were really good. They were great. Yeah, but I feel like everyone good. always says 808 and Heartbreaks is like one of the, his best albums. And not I, even I, close. I hated the, the... the I mean, there was good, some good songs, but I feel like I hated like the... That might even not even be his top five albums. You know, because I think there's late... But that's a, if you ask anybody, they always say 808 and Heartbreaks. Like, artists and everything would always say, like, yeah, 808 and Heartbreaks were like, was, like, my favorite albums. No, no like... College Dropout's probably my favorite, and then I'd probably say... Um, I'd probably say his top first three albums were his three best, and then My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was... That was a good one. ...was really good. And then maybe 808 and Heartbreak after that, because I did not like Yeezus. I did not like um, Jesus is King. His newest album's okay it has like three good songs on it yeah um i feel like both drake and and connie dropped that album they all had like 20 plus songs on there yeah i think think connie had like 29 and then drake had like 24 an album shouldn't be more than 15 16 songs in my opinion i think it gets too long but that's the end of the rolling stones top 500 list if you guys have opinions on it, we'd love to hear them. Reach out to our social media page, The Weekly Grind Pod. Yeah. Um, Give us some suggestions of what else we want, you guys want us to... Yeah, this is also to. an open forum. We're going to ask you guys for suggestions on how we can improve our show. This is our first episode. As you guys probably have realized by now, we have no experience doing this. Of course um, not. But we're having fun with it. I'm having a good time. It's 12.44 a.m. and we're still up. Yeah. And we're doing this. And... We're gonna keep doing this. There's no way you can stop us. Yeah, you're funny. But to close this, to close this uh, version of the podcast out, if you guys stick around, we're gonna do a podcast uh, sports podcast hour, uh, just talking about sports. Um, that's probably our bread and butter. You know, I think going doing this hour or so without sports has been out of our comfort zone because sports kind of that's something that our lives revolve around, mostly and, football and basketball. Exactly. So. Um, thank you for listening to this hour um, we promise that next time we'll come back we'll be better we'll be more polished and it's only going to keep getting better Yeah, uh, we enjoy this so much already um, but to close things out go to our Instagram page the, uh, the weekly grind pod thank you for listening to the first hour uh, if you're sticking around for the second hour we're going to take a quick break and be right back thanks for listening